This is the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. Back so soon with another episode. Sarah is here, of course. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, two guests that have uh, frequented the show before. We've got uh, in her Naples, Florida shirt, we've got Angie. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. I'm surprised I'm allowed back on the show after the well, last time. What happened what? last time? What happened? I don't know. I just feel like I get rowdy sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the the one here that did get rowdy, uh, Kayla's here at the show today. Yep. What up, party people? <laughs> now, uh, we were talking about in the last episode, and uh, now that it has been experienced, how was skydiving? Have you both skydived before? Was this the first time? No, this was both of our first times, um, and of course, we did it totally tandem. Totally <laughs> tandem. Thank yes. you for, for bringing that up again. I How's was... your podcast going, by the way? The totally tandem podcast. <laughs> it's a work in progress. Okay. We <laughs> have not even looked into buying microphones yet, but we're, we're thinking about it still. We got a lot, of to- a lot to talk about now that we finally did the thing. <laughs> Was it good? <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Euphoric is the word I use. So what was that? Should I use the word I use? <laughs> what was the word you used? Orgasmic. Orgasmic. <laughs> was it but, really? Was it that good? Yes. <laughs> For me, at least. I guess Angie didn't feel this way, but I very much felt that way. but like so what happened to make you feel that way so in the air they do this thing where you get to hold the straps (laughs) that's so weird um and you do these like 360 turns well i guess i was having too much fun and (laughs) we get to the ground and my instructor's like i know you had a good time and then he goes to his buddy and he goes, hey, this girl had an inappropriate reaction to this. What? <laughs> did you, what did you do in the air? You're I like literally just... was just screaming and yelling, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I can't say that. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so what was your instructor's name? Steven. Hi, Steve. Uh, <laughs> Steven, if you're listening, uh, you should probably Hit me up. contact <laughs> Kayla somehow because she had a really, really good time. <laughs> oh so gosh. what was it? So what was it like being strapped to another person, like jumping out of an airplane? Well, first of all, you had to put a lot of trust into that person, um, obviously, because they are the ones that are, um, you know, releasing the parachute and on time you know yeah so did you have to like did you talk to them beforehand or like what did you guys talk about when you were like in the airplane i mean you have like little conversation like oh what do you do for a living blah 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 blah. but yeah did you ask them how long they were doing jumping on an airplane yeah, I, I made the mistake of asking them right when we were on the airplane about to jump out, hey, how long have you guys been doing this? <laughs> What'd they say? They were like, um, we actually just got picked up from Lowe's like an hour ago, so this is like our first time, you know, just joking. But who knows? They, they Maybe they weren't joking. I don't know. They didn't actually tell you? They just... No, they no. never said it. Which I was like, you know what, Steven, don't tell me because I don't want to know how long you've been doing this. 
I mean, sounds like he's they been were doing both- it for a while. <laughs> he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So did you like, was there anyone else in the airplane? Like did someone jump before you? Like, did you see anyone else jump? Oh, yeah. There was, so it was Kayla and I, and then it was another girl that was there that was, like, just by herself, um, but she was, like, still, she was also doing tandem, so she was connected to somebody. Totally tandem. Yeah, to- sorry, totally tandem. And then we, so, that you have to, like, take turns jumping out of the airplane, so we watched this girl jump out with her, with, you know, and uh, we watched her jump out before we jumped, so we were like, uh, what are we about to get ourselves into? Because we literally just saw her fall out of the airplane. We're so like, you were saying it's just like the movie, like they jump out and then they just sh- completely shoot the other way? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but... But then you're falling and you don't remember anything that's going on. And did you guys black out at all? I remembered everything. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh my no, God. but I was saying Angie. Like Angie got a video of her jumping, and I was kind of glad I didn't. <laughs> Speaking of this video, <laughs> Jesus, because that's not a video I would be able to show my family. <laughs> It's just you screaming, though. Check out this sky orgasm. <laughs> but, like, you said you didn't, like, feel it, like, I know, but down I there. But it was, like, a feeling of, like, you know. Like, she didn't feel it down euphoria. there. Just use the word euphoria. She didn't feel it down there, but, but she. But, like, it, he made it so much more awkward because he was just laughing and he couldn't give me a straight face. <laughs> and then I was, like, afterwards, I was, like, can we get a picture together? He's, like, after what we just did, we need a picture together. Yeah, he, he said, said that. Yeah, he said that. Oh, you didn't tell me he said that. Yeah. yeah, he was right. I took the picture. He said that. And I was, like, what happened? That's what I asked her. And then she told me that. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is, like, experience. a new thing, but, like, I was just screaming, having a good time. I don't know why he was like, oh, you had a good time. Well, maybe he just, I don't know. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. Like, I feel like I can't be the first person to, like, have a good time skydiving. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Maybe he gets that a lot. (laughs) Or maybe he just says that to, like, lighten the mood or something at the end. I don't know. Maybe your screams. No, but then we couldn't make eye contact with each other afterwards. (laughs) Maybe your screams were just super, like, sexual. (laughs) Came off that way. (laughs) And this is why we saved this conversation for you, JJ. Thank you. I thought you were going to say something like, the dude had, like, a boner at the time. That would be awkward. That would be awkward. Um, Wait. No, I don't remember what I was going to say, because I got thrown off by that, and then what JJ just said. Um, I got a lady boner, but... Oh, my god. And the thing is, like, he was kind of like a hot dad-looking dude, Mm -hmm. so, like, I don't know. I I was like, it made it a little better, because he was cute. (laughs) Oh, my god. So were they both, like, dads? Oh, yeah. Uh, They were? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, like, older guys jumping with you. He he said he didn't like kids? Yeah, yeah we had a conversation. He didn't have a ring on his finger. So he was just an old bachelor. Yeah. He had, like, the gray hair going. But he, a he beard. Was... He had long hair. Yeah. He had a man bun. Reminds me of that dude from New Girl that uh, just dates, like, on and off. What's his name? And then he hires her at the end. Oh. Uh, oh, Russell. 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 Was he a Russell? Uh, he, he was a Russell. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little more rugged. Like, yeah. Like, had the man bun going on. 
Man yeah, Manbo with a full beard. He looks like honestly he could have been from like Australia or something, yeah, but he, he didn't have like the that. accent. Yeah. You know, like that type of look. How, do you watch? Have you seen Jackass? Yes. Do you know uh, Chris Pontius? I I don't know. Party boy. Names, pa- party bo- or party boy? Yeah. No. You know what uh, I'm yeah. talking about? The one that wears the like bikini bottom and like dances around. Oh hey. What? That dude. Look at him. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, let me see. Yeah, because then we're about to leave, and I was like, I need to, like, hide my face because I just can't be seen. Because oh, yeah, I feel I like he told good. all his friends, and they all come, kept, they were coming out looking at me all funny. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> Wait, it so was the on. funniest you, thing. You thought he was attractive, too. Do you think the dude's hot? I mean, he had a rugged look to you him. You could say, yeah, that's totally fine. See, my thing is, he was funny, and that just goes a long way. Like, you could be ugly, but you have a good sense I, of personality, and I'm like, all where, right. Where I'm going with this is, a man bun's not a total turnoff? Like, you're cool with a man bun? I'm cool. I mean, like, like if I've, their ma- face is hot, and the rest of them, like, their pers- like their personality and, like, stuff is hot, then yeah, I'm cool I'm with a man bun. I'm fine with a man bun. I'm... It's not like I'm on and off. If they, if they have a beard, then yeah, I'm fine with it. Because I like a lot of hair on a guy. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Very bushy right now. Um, well, I've learned so much uh, already. Uh, this is the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. Angie and <clears throat> Kayla, are, Kayla are joining us today. Um, ask your questions. My Personal Favorite Show. Oh, I just had one more thing to say about this. Um, my video is now on YouTube. Oh, is it? It is. How do you how do you find that? You just type in Start Skydiving, which is the name of the place that we went to. It's in Middletown. If you're ever looking to go skydiving, it's a pretty awesome place. So you just type Start sky, Skydiving Angela Howler into YouTube, and you'll find it. And ask for Steven. Yeah. <laughs> when you go, you'll have a good time. Well, we haven't seen this video, so let's take a quick break. We'll come back, answer your questions. We're going to check out a few minutes of this video. We'll be right back. It's the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. Welcome back to the uh, Totally Tandem, uh, uh, my personal favorite show with Gerald and Sarah. Special guests today, uh, Angie and Kayla, uh, who just got done skydiving and had an absolute time, uh, a good time. Sarah was off work and got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, was it fun to watch? Did you get, I heard there was free food. Was there free food? Nope, no free food. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. That, I thought, yeah. Yeah, what? Well, there's supposed to be food or something. No. No, they had uh, vending machines and oh. like pop and stuff, but you had to like pay money for it. Who else was watching? Um, like, family members. Yeah, was there was like there? family members or like older adults there People watching their kids Fridays or something. Off work already yeah. Retired. Probably. Yeah. There was like a random guy though, just sitting there. That's kind of creepy. Maybe just <laughs> goes out but, there and watches. But yeah, so I had to like keep track of like what time it was because I knew it was like either a half hour, like twenty minutes after um, they jumped out of the plane or like boarded. So like I had to <laughs> no, they boarded the plane and then I had to like keep watch. It was it was cold up there too. Let me tell you, when we jumped, it was like fifty, sixty degrees. Wow, that was yeah. just a shock. Your video's really good, by the way. <laughs> my video's so... Well, I like I was texting you, and then I saw out of the corner of my eye someone land, and I was like, shoot, if that's them, I'm, they're going to hate me because I'm supposed to be like recording them. So I didn't know when they were going to come, and so then I finally 
saw them both and my video was really bad it's like half the ground and half air, i mean but it's a good shoe. video because i didn't pay the extra money for a video or pictures so i, I mean i got I like you guys it, yeah. i got you guys yeah, it was fine yeah. yeah uh it's the my personal favorite show with gerald and sarah and angie and kayler here today and uh, i keep saying kayler i don't know why it, it sounds call like me that. whatever you want um <laughs> <laughs> I'll just call you Steven. <laughs> yes. Um, if you have questions for us, you can reach us at mypersonalfavoriteshow at gmail.com, or you can tweet in Gerald and Sarah on Twitter. Uh, here's a question uh, that comes in from Jay. It says, is it weird to go to a bar alone? I'm a 35-year-old woman, which I do think makes it a little different. Basically, I have no friends, family, or coworkers to spend time with, so I'm super socially isolated. I'm used to going everywhere on my own, so it doesn't bother me too much to go to my go on my own to a bar. Uh, maybe if there's a band, I'll watch a little bit, but otherwise, I just play around on my phone, uh, so not to look weird, uh, and just looking around the bar, you know? To be honest, I do hope someone will talk to me, or I'll have the opportunity to talk to someone, but it never seems to happen. Maybe I look like a weirdo, or people think I'm waiting for someone. I know it's pretty damn pathetic, but I figure it's better to occasionally go to a bar alone with the hope of talking to someone than sit at home alone. How weird is it that I do this? I don't think it's weird at all, but I also have an older brother who's like three years older than me that does this, and he goes to bars alone, but mainly to like listen to music and stuff. So Really? Uh, when I worked like two hours away... Uh, I mean, Sarah would come up occasionally, but if I ever felt like going out, it would just be me by myself. Um, and I'd get, like, food, and I'd get a few drinks and just sit there. And it wasn't... Did you go it, to a bar by yourself? Yeah. I oh. went to uh, a few different places. One had really good food, so I would eat there. Which place was it? was just, like, a bar. It? That was called Draft House. Hmm. Um, it was in downtown. I don't know if we ever went, but yeah, they had really good hamburgers. And other times, I would go to the one that was, like, right down the street that we went I to. I remember going to that one. I'd just go there and get a few beers and just, like, hang out. But I don't think it's weird. I mean, um, you. I think it's like also like you were saying that he doesn't. People don't normally talk to him. But I feel like if you or she, sorry, if you go to a bar and you want people to talk to you, you kind of have to initiate that. Yeah, if you're just sitting there alone, I mean, not too many people are gonna come up. Yeah, because I feel like people don't want to like openly like, oh, well, maybe they want to be alone and that's why they're here. So I feel like you kind of have to open up. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I mean, like if there's someone sitting like not next to you, but like by you. If you're a regular at this place, I mean, probably the, the bartender is going to get to know you and will probably talk to you. Yeah, because I know like at Subhouse that a couple girls would talk to us and like ask how we were doing and strike up a conversation with us just because we're like we were regulars or we are regulars. But yeah, I don't think it's weird to go places alone because a lot of people do that. A lot of people go places alone. Yeah, have you ever been out alone at a bar? No. Angie? Uh, no, I have not. Um, but I would definitely be open to it if, like, my friends were busy and I just needed to get out of the house. Yeah. I don't think I would ever go to a bar alone. Really? I always thought it was weird. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I talked to Josh one night. Josh has been on the show. And I'm like, hey, man, would it be weird to go to a bar alone? And he's like, I do that all the time. Like, he would always work late because he was at a restaurant, so he he'd just want to go out and get some food maybe or get some drinks after work. He's like, I do it all the time. And I'm like, oh, then it's not weird, I guess. But, like, I would rather go to a bar with, like, people 
But if I want a drink or something, I'd rather just go pick up like alcohol and like take it back home. Yeah. And watch I feel shows. like it's also like it has a lot to do with your personality. Like if you're yeah. a little more open to talking to whoever, like you're more likely to go out by yourself. Yeah. But did you talk to anyone when you went to the bar alone? I don't think so. Like maybe like the bartender. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like if people go to a bar alone, I feel like it's just a, like, be alone. I don't know. I did do karaoke alone one time, and I was talking (laughs) to, like, this group of people. Yeah. And it was that place where I got, they called it, like, a shock tart, but it wasn't, that wasn't it. Oh, I remember that one. But it was, uh, I think it's Tony's Bar, but I don't know. I was just, like, I went there just to get drinks, because we did a remote there one night. So I went there just to kind of hang out and get drinks, and I was like, I might as well do karaoke. And I was just talking to this, like, group of people, and, like, the security guard it was a good time but i mean it wasn't my intention to like go out and talk to people like it sounds like this is her intention is like she's just trying to find someone to talk to yeah and maybe she like just moved to the area and doesn't know anyone and that's i mean that that's a decent way to meet people it is yeah yeah. i go into the bars you can definitely make some friends that way if that's what you want to do uh, we've got another question in. It says, is he into me? I've had a massive crush on this guy forever, and in the past few months, we've been talking on IG. I think that's a kid term for Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Uh, and have been getting to know each other. We have gone out together, and he has come over to my house, but I'm not completely sure what we are. We have gone to lunch before. Uh, he started eating. He admitted he felt like he was going to throw up because he felt nervous. He never brings up what our kind of relationship is. Recently, we biked and swam together. I feel super happy where we are right now, but I'm not sure if he sees me 100% as a platonic friend, a casual girlfriend, or if he is still deciding himself, what should I do? Ask him. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like from that conversation, like I feel like he seems a little more nervous Meaning that he probably wants to bring it up. He's just too nervous to, like, say, what are we? Yeah, it sounds like they both kind of are. But no, like, no mention of, like, touching or hugging or kissing or anything. Like, has anything happened? Or has it just been, like, hanging out, going bike riding, going swimming? That's what it sounds like. I feel like you'd mention that if something did happen. But I feel like, also, like, if you're spending that much time with somebody else, there has to be some kind of feelings there. I mean, yeah, it could be friends, but... Mm. Like, is there attention to, like, be friends? It sounds like she wants to be more than friends, but what does he want? We don't know. They need to talk need about to it. need to ask that yeah. question. Have you ever had just, like, a really good dude friend that you didn't really have feelings for? I feel like Yeah, crazy. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, most of my friends, I feel like, are guys, though, so... Are they? I don't know. That's how I've always been, though. But but do you go on like, like you don't these, you don't go on single like these sound like yeah. dates yeah like date activities like things you would do with someone you were dating like we have a lot of guy friends but I don't think I'd ever be like hey bro you want to go swimming <laughs> like no like I'm not together just the two of us I feel like it'd be a full group thing but I don't you wouldn't have a problem with it no I wouldn't well then. The, then there's a chance that yeah he doesn't feel that way then because I, I mean you, friends could just do that stuff together so definitely ask I would say and the worst that can happen is he's like no we're just friends and then you just have a good we're friend we're just swimming just friends, friends. Yeah. <laughs> just swimming and biking friends and 
Instagram. I mean, IG, talking friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is weird, though, that you don't text. I, that's the only part of it that I'm like, mm. Well, someone said that it's about, like, Kids the don't Wi-Fi. Do that. Kids don't do that nowadays. Because they oh. can't. They'd rather Snapchat talk and yeah. Instagram talk. Because. Messenger. Well, some, some of these kids don't have, like, iPhones where they can, like, text message each but other. But I feel like if you have an Instagram, you have some cell phone. Or it could be, like, an iPad or something. Uh, true. I don't know. But iPads have Messenger, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's getting <laughs> into. Um, I think we had some technical problems for a second. I'm going to go back and check. Everything's good. We'll be right back. It's the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. Special guests today, Kayla and Angie. Welcome back to My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. And we have some special guests here, Angie and Kayla. And Kayla was just kind of talking about what happened to her during the <laughs> the uh, skydiving incident. She kind of described it as another man touching her and not in a... <laughs> when you say touching her... Not in like a weird way. It's just like... Concerning. Like <laughs> hugging. Like hugging her. Just being strapped the against The of another body. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she hasn't experienced that and for a while and <laughs> I'm not that sad I promise it sounds a lot worse than it really is <laughs> oh my gosh oh goodness all right yeah basically she just needs to track down Steven <laughs> <laughs> so what would be a good idea for us to try to track him down <laughs> maybe he listens to the show maybe <laughs> Maybe. It's the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. A uh, special guest today, Kaylee. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Angie. Say her name. <laughs> Kayla. I combined the two. Oh, my goodness. Kayla. Is that, is that Long Island uh, kicking I, in, JJ? I've not even gone through half of it, but it probably is. Uh, we've got some uh, juicy questions that we're about to get to. <laughs> Throwing it back to the old podcast. Or mm -hmm. the last podcast yes uh but let's get to uh these not uh, juicy ones uh yet uh this one comes in someone is harassing me with my childhood photos i absolutely hate when someone downloads looks at a photo of me and my family i want to attack that person i won't let them look at those photos through my phone but a friend downloaded my childhood photos for me and he is sending them to me I hate when someone other than family members looks at something from my past and laughs on it. I can't just ignore it. I think he enjoys the facts, enjoys the fact that I am not liking what he does and doesn't just send them to me. He also makes fun of them. I really hate it. What can I do? Is he harassing him by doing that? The yeah. other guy probably just thinks he's being funny. Yeah. Um, like he probably just likes making you uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, like, reading this, I was like, this is me, and that's Angie and Sarah harassing me with my <laughs> pictures. <laughs> or, like, Angie's pictures and sending them to everyone and making fun of her. And honestly, we have a few guy friends who will go through your Facebook and find old pictures. So. Yeah. Everyone in the group me has, like, an old photo of someone. <laughs> yeah, and so they'll just, like, send it and make funny memes about it or just, just send it and not say anything. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's funny. Uh, so what do you do if you're in a situation like this? Do you tell them, like, hey, I really don't appreciate this? What can you do? I mean, does the? I wonder if the other person knows that 
Like he doesn't like it. I would assume so. Well, but I mean, I think there's also ways where it's like you send a picture and you go, "No, stop!" Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's like you have to be where, serious yeah, about you gotta it. You got to be like, like no, you have to bro, be assertive. Cool. Yeah, and just be like, "I'm not. You, I don't really like you doing that." Yeah, we're not gonna go biking and swimming together. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would just like text him or call him and just be like, "Hey, I don't appreciate you sending pictures of my childhood, and I know." Uh, you know that I don't like it, and maybe they're just embarrassing pictures, or maybe he just doesn't like photos of himself. Maybe. Um, Sarah's weird question of the night is coming up, so stick around for that. We've got another question coming in. Uh, I don't feel like doing that one. That's too long for me to read right now. Uh, Make I'm your question short on the email, people. Uh, I got a date coming up in 10 minutes. Help. How do I greet her with a kiss without it being weird? She said she wanted me to kiss her last date after it ended. It's the second date. So should I go for the cheek or lips when greeting her or go for the hug? What? <laughs> I mean, like, can you not wait to kiss her until after it's over? Yeah, I feel like yeah. at the first kiss should be like a special moment and it shouldn't be like just because she like, wants it. Hey, how you doing? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Like, just go on for it. Maybe just start with a hug, and then maybe by the end of the date, you'll feel more comfortable to go in for a kiss. Yeah, or maybe if you hug them, then it's like that awkward, not awkward, but that moment where, like, coming back from a hug, and then maybe kiss her then. But I don't know. It's just, like, I feel like there's a moment. Just don't, like, I mean, like, don't force anything. Yeah. Like, if it, if it feels right, then don't do it. I think yeah, it's don't getting to his head. It. Like, yeah. oh, she want me to kiss it. her. Yeah. I better kiss her right away. Yeah. And, and don't do the whole, like, hitch thing where you're going 90 and she's only going 10. Yeah. And then you, like, bite <laughs> her. That movie? Or... Yes. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. It's an iconic scene where Will Smith is like, you don't go the full hundred. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that. And, like, you've had... Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, end up kissing. What's his name? Oh, Kevin God. James. Yeah. I remember the movie. I just haven't seen it, like, since like, it came he out. He does it with them. He does it with <laughs> them. And he's like, you have to go. And they're, like, getting really close up. But it's funny. But I wouldn't overthink it. I feel like if a moment's right, you'll kiss her or she'll kiss you or something will happen. Sparks will fly. We're getting so close to those juicy questions. Juji questions. Juji. I have a question. It's not Sarah's question of the night. Go for it. Okay. Hold on. It's my personal favorite show with Gerald and Sarah. Angie, Kayla are our special guests tonight. And as always, Pouncy, right? Is she uh, still over there in the blue chair? She's, she's behind me. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Pouncy. Okay, so this is kind of... Um, what is it? An intense question. So it says, I have decided to break things off with my boyfriend. We previously were together for a year, though he, what? Though, we, what? Though he was <laughs> abusive verbally and physically, so things ended after he was arrested for his last attack. We started talking and got back together, though as each day passes, I see small red flags. To name a few, um, he's telling me to change or not get dolled up. His eyes, whose eyes am I trying to catch when I have them? When else have I worn this bikini? He doesn't want anyone else seeing. Um, forcing me to block men off social media, even men, even men who have been strictly just friends, tried convincing me to delete all social media, saying demeaning things for me, talking to other men and having one sexual encounter during our breakup. 
I, don't, I told him constantly of my love for him and how I wanted to spend the rest of my life with him. I want to marry this man, but I truly thought he changed, though he's still the same. The only things that have changed are his faithfulness, which is questionable, and him saying appreciative words for what I've done, do, and, and him not calling me names. I even went and talked to him, talked to his parents, telling them how badly I love him and want to be with him. Now I feel as if all the words and feelings will be taken as a joke if I break things off. I feel if I go to testify, he'll take it as if everything I said was fake. I said I wouldn't testify because I want him to be okay. Now if I do testify or even break things off, everything I've said as if I didn't mean it. So the question is, am I a bad person? This just sounds like, like a cookie cutter abusive relationship. Like when you hear someone describe an abusive relationship, it's like everything you just said. And like she says, oh, well, he's changing. He's not going to change. Like that's just something you kind of have to understand, deal with, that if it was bad like this, it's probably not going to change. So is she a bad person? Absolutely not. Yeah. I don't think that she's a bad person. I think that she has really deep feelings for this guy and that she loves him and that she cares for him. And when someone's physically abusing you, you kind of look the other way about it. Or when people are trying to control you, you kind of look the other way because you love that person and you say to your head, be like, oh, well, he's just doing that because he loves me or he's just saying that because he loves me. But really, he's verbally abusing you and he's physically abusing you. And she she probably and she sees that because she's broken up with him before and she says little red flags those aren't little red flags Uh, those are big red flags if he oh go ahead i was just gonna say and it's probably i mean hard to be in her situation too especially being in a physically and emotionally like abusive relationship i mean it's not easy to get you know out of it and especially if people aren't taking her seriously yeah like, if she's reporting all these incidents to, like, family members and they're just, like, letting it go, I mean, if she does try to break up with her, the chances of him doing something to her are very high, and she needs to be cautious about it. And if she needs if she needs to break up with him, then she needs to probably do, like, a protective order against him. And I think one thing for her is just to remember that this is for his own good, because by reporting this, it can help him go and get help. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've only really mentioned this on like the first episode, um, but Sarah, you are a social worker, so you, you I mean, yes. I imagine that you deal with these situations quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, I work mostly with kids, but I've worked with parents as well, but I took a domestic violence class and I learned a lot about these types of situations and like the power and the control and how women like love, like they have a love for their abusers. And they love them, and they just kind of look past it. But it's so hard to get out of that relationship. And people are so mistreatful to these women, and they're like, "Why can't you just? Why can't you just leave? Why can't you just get out?" But it's so hard for them because, especially if they have kids, how are they going to get their kids out of the situation? Um, how are they going to get out? Because if they do try to get out, their abuser will probably, most definitely, come and find them and hurt them in some way. So it's or just, even not even hurting them, like threatening to hurt yeah, themselves, and, and that's something that exactly I hate like to say it, but pulls those girls back in. Yeah, and, they like the abuser might threaten to kill themselves if they leave, or 
I mean, there's just a lot going on and so much control that that abuser has. And it's just... And, like, in those instances, I think she needs to look around for maybe, like, support classes. Like, I know it's easy to say, oh, you just need some really good friends to help you through that. They're not going to understand, like, a support class well. Yeah, and I think that she needs to come up with a safety plan, too. Um, Just make sure that you have everything in order if you do need to get away. Um, Make sure you have your ID. Make sure you have um, some backup money. Um, and make sure you have a person like a neighbor or a close friend that you can kind of I've learned to use a code word like if you call up that friend and you say like oh um, do you have the peaches or um, I'm making a sandwich like do you want to come over for dinner or something then that's kind of like a code word for them to either call the police or get you out of there so I don't think that you're a bad person I don't think this person's going to change but I think that Maybe it's a good idea to try to come up with a safety plan or... What should her next step be if she wants to get out of this relationship, like, right now? I mean, I... I I think that she... If she wants to get out of this relationship right now, she probably needs to get a protective order to make sure that she's safe. Um, and... Or uh, even she, just... Yeah. Yeah. E- even just finding resources in your area. Yeah. I think it goes a long way to know where you can go in the time of need yeah. or anything like that. Like, yeah, you can go to the police station, but there's also things like cocoon shelters mm-hmm. that'll there's, house you until you're safe. There's domestic violence shelters yeah. around the area, and she just needs to be well-informed and, um, of those. So if she does need to leave, then she can go to the, the centers or the shelters. And I feel like the very first thing, though, is that she does need to realize that it's none of this is her fault, and yeah. she's not a bad person yeah. for it. Um, so, I had a, uh, and it didn't hit me. I was really young uh, when they were in this relationship, but uh, a family member of mine was in uh, an abusive relationship, and it didn't hit me until uh, you said he doesn't want her to wear makeup. That was mm-hmm. one of his rules: yeah. is no. you cannot mm-hmm. wear makeup when we go out. And when I was, like, a kid, and I was like, I, that, that's kind of weird. Yep. And it didn't hit me till like, right now when you said that. Like, that's... Yeah, the, they that's control not, everything. Yeah. They control what you wear. They control who you hang out with. They take away all of your relationships with people. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like, they will start with your friends. They'll, then they'll move next to your family, and then they'll locate you in somewhere that you feel completely isolated and alone. That you have no one that you can talk to and turn to. Yeah, and, like... my experience with it is I was in middle school and I had a friend who was in a relationship like this and he would not let her wear anything other than long sleeves and long pants in any time of the year so it'd be like 90 degrees out and she's wearing long sleeves long pants and she played softball so like you wear the tighter pants during softball and she would have to change into sweatpants after the game like wow. directly after the game this was in middle school in middle school we were eighth grade Wow. and he was older so he was like very controlling wouldn't let her wear makeup wouldn't let her wear any clothes she wanted to wear we couldn't go out with her just as friends just as girlfriends like to the mall like he had to be there wow wow all right uh we've got more of your questions coming up uh Stick around. It's the My Personal Favorite show with Gerald and Sarah. We've got Sarah's Weird Question of the Night and some Juji questions on the way.
my personal favorite show with Gerald and Sarah. And a question was brought up during the break. Kayla, would you like to uh, ask the question again? So my question was, JJ, you've been in radio for a while now. Did, has anyone ever come up to, and said to you, like, you have a radio voice. You should definitely be on the radio. Yes, and I used to work at uh, Drug Mart, this drugstore, um, and I was reading off a receipt from a lady, and I'm like, all right, thanks for using your courtesy card today. You, you saved $2. And she was like, can you keep talking? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, we've got a sale going on. I just kept saying more <laughs> stuff. And she's like, you have a great voice for radio. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, no one's ever said that before. So I'm like, okay, cool. And I don't think I ever saw this customer again because I would have remembered her. And so uh, I never got to be like, hey, I actually started doing radio because I started while I was still working there. Uh, but, yeah, it was like a year after that I started my college show, and then I got a job doing it. That was so. probably like a sign. Yeah. Like she someone... was. So, so that was the moment. That, that was knew. the moment. The moment. Sarah, what was your moment to go into social work? Uh, my family. <laughs> what was yeah. the moment you were like, I'm going to do podcasts? What was that moment? Like? Uh, when JJ asked me, uh, <laughs> do you want to do a podcast with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have said no. That's true. I kind of did a little bit. Maybe and you might still have me. <laughs> what made you guys want to be a nurse? That's a great question. So for me... My grandma was a nurse, and both of my grandparents came down with cancer, and just seeing the nurses interact with them kind of got me there. Oh. Your grandma Aww. that was a nurse? Yes. Also had yeah. cancer? Wow. Breast cancer. And then my grandpa had a brain tumor and a bunch of stuff. So. Wow. So the nurses were, like, really kind? and. Yeah. So, like, throughout their time in the hospital, like, I was really young, but I was one of the I don't know I was like old enough to know what was going on and um, like with my dad I had to spend a lot of time in the hospital with him like right before school so yeah Angie mine is not as heartfelt as Kayla's um but I didn't really have one specific moment where I was like I want to be a nurse um but I always knew that I wanted to do something where I was helping people. Um, and then I got accepted into nursing at UC. So I kind of just rolled with it. And here we are. Uh, what happened to your dream of being a meteorologist? Yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. It just, uh, I, I looked into schools for like the best meteorology programs. And those were like out in like North Dakota, you know, where out west. Happens. Where, you know, actually like, actual like, Weather, weather happens. I also feel like it was your dad's dream. No, no, no. My she, dad wanted me to be an engineer. Oh. <laughs> Meteorology was always like what the weather was like. I don't know. Angie probably checks her weather app maybe like every hour yeah. or she checks <laughs> the, but, but she checks I didn't the radar but when all I, the time. But when I applied for colleges, I didn't just apply for meteorology. I was kind of all over the place. I knew I wanted to do something in science and that I helped people. Did that you was really the only apply for meteorology? Yeah, Athens, what? I did. And, like, I, I owe you. How did I not know this? Yeah. They have meteorology at OU? Yeah. 
And wow. it's not, I, I've, from what I've heard, it's not the best. I don't know for sure. Maybe it's it's better now. But I feel like Ohio, you can't guess that. Like, that's just, it's It's happening. just random. Yeah. 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 Snow one day, rain the next, sunshine, 90 degrees. Tomorrow could be And plus, degrees. I think I realized, I think I realized that there was just too much math that went into meteorology. And math is not my forte at all, so. I mean, how much math? All I got to do is kind of predict the weather. Um, but like Sarah, actually to be like a meteorologist, <laughs> there's a lot of math involved and I'm not talking the newscaster that you see on the television. I'm just saying Karen knew by the way her boobs fell in Mean Girls, so yeah. <laughs> how much work can it really be? Sarah's ankles hurt. Yeah, when it rains, when it, before it rains. Wow. A lot of hurt. people with arthritis say that. And like, like animals, and like I animals. Have arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and like animals know, you know, when storms are coming. Like you know? the cows. They can smell it. They can sense it. Yeah, they can sense it. Yeah. And then like the trees and plants all. They do like sense. weird stuff like cave in or cave out. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to a f one more question before we get to the the juicy ones and then we have sarah's weird question of the night to round things up so let's knock these out the uh this question here i'm about to start college and i'm so nervous any advice for dealing with the transition i have been having stress dreams every night about all the things that could possibly go wrong i'm moving far away five hours from home to a college in a few weeks and reality is finally sinking in i've always had a hard time coping with change and I'm really excited for college overall, but I'm super nervous about the transition. I'm kind of awkward, so I struggle a bit socially sometimes, although I'm going to a nerdy school, so that helps a little bit. Any words of wisdom, anecdotes, etc., would really help me out right now. Thank you so much for your time, my personal favorite show people. My thing is, every school has this thing called, like, uh, uh, what is it called? <laughs> um, it's like a fair where they bring all the organizations in. And my advice is to just go talk to people. If you find an organization that you really like, apply, go to their meetings. Like, I, a lot of people give me a lot of crap for it, but I joined a sorority in college and oh my God, the doors that opened up and just like meeting new people. It was, it was pretty fantastic because you were in a similar similar situation you went to college how far away from home it's about two three hours okay so, so still pretty far we both went to a school that's like a 15 minute drive yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but see like my thing is i went i knew two people from my high school that went there but we didn't like actually talk once we got there so my main thing was like I want to get involved like I like community service I'm a big into community service so that got me really involved and so many things like leadership positions and just I ruled that school after four years but <laughs> <laughs> Angie any tips for uh, someone transitioning into college um I mean just like Kayla said, just find things that you're interested in and like to do. Like if you like to volunteer, if you like to play sports, like there's intramurals usually at most schools, I think. Um, Were you in any clubs or after uh, activities? I really wasn't. I did not. I, I didn't really involve myself in anything because I think I was just so stressed out from nursing school and I worked and just kind of kept myself busy that way. Plus, I didn't even live on campus, um, so it was 
not mo- the most convenient for me to like join things but I mean you can look at your major and see if there's any clubs that are directed to your major because um, I know like with social work we had a social work club and we did events with the social work club and also like get to know your roommates I don't know how many roommates you have but you can get to know them and like hang out with them and do fun things with them on campus and I think like a big part of you're going to a college that's far away and yeah that seems scary but the moment you move into that dorm room those people on your floor are in the exact same position as you yeah and they're gonna be your new friends and kind of you're gonna help each other guide your way through this new experience do you feel that it's juicy question time on the my personal Ju-gee, favorite show. Ju-gee, Ju-gee. <laughs> uh, I've got uh, quite a few, so let's just screw it. Let's do them all. If you're still uh, uh, a child who shouldn't be listening to this, turn off the podcast. You probably should have turned it off in the first five seconds of this podcast. <laughs> yes, right when we started talking about sky orgasms, you should have turned it off. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it that from now on. Like it's a skygasm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Kayla, do you want to go sky uh, orgasm? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, a twenty-one-year-old uh, female asked this question: uh, Does anyone ever get headaches after sex, but not masturbating? What? <laughs> can say I've ever had that. But I could understand why, though. Why? Because the blood vessels are constricting, and with all that extra blood (laughs) flow... Angie's face is like, what? No, like, after you have sex, like, you're just... You've got all this blood flow going, and your blood vessels are constricting because you just... It was like a workout. But, But why... Why after sex, though, and not after masturbating? Sex, you're moving around a lot more than you are. uh, Maybe not. Maybe so. Just because you're masturbating doesn't mean you're reaching that full potential of sex, either. Or maybe vice versa. That's also true. But, like, why would you get headaches? It's just, like... Maybe you're dehydrated. It's the Sorry, I lots of water. <laughs> I didn't mean to yell that into the microphone. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, though, maybe you're dehydrated because that's probably, that's most of the reason, well, wh- most of the time that's the reason why people well, get headaches is well, because they're dehydrated. Well, if and if you're having sex and you're <laughs> moving around a lot, then you're burning a lot of calories. Exactly, because you're moving around a lot. You might get dehydrated. And, and one thing is, sex lasts a lot longer than masturbating. Oh, uh, you so, never know. Well, mm, if you're doing it right. I think that's a generalization. Yeah. If you're doing it right, then... Doing what right? <laughs> but, like, some people like it to last long, though. Some people so. like it to last, like, like, two seconds. To have, like, the build-up, you know? <laughs> this is getting really juice- juicy. Juicy. Juicy right off the bat. All right, another juicy question. My 24-year-old dehydrated. Sorry. <laughs> My 24-year-old boyfriend is feeling anxious about our first time. I'm a 21-year-old female. What can I do to help ease his nerves? I've already let him know that this isn't about performance to me. It's about being with him. What else can I say to relax him so he doesn't feel so apprehensive? Listen to this podcast, and <laughs> he'll he'll get a uh, he'll get horny really fast. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa! I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> My brother listens to this podcast. I don't uh, know if I would say this is making anybody feel that way, but you know. <laughs> Any other advice for a first time? Um, I don't know. 
Like, I don't know. Just have fun with it. I mean, it doesn't have to be so serious as it leads on. I mean, just, you know, bring out the good times and... <laughs> you can just like you know start a little strip tease and then just kind of let it go light and flowy before it gets hot and heavy so <laughs> light and flowy before or it go or go skydiving <laughs> oh man yeah yeah <laughs> i mean light some candles turn on some cool music um just i mean i don't know be yourselves and don't take it so seriously and just I, make sure he I feels enjoy this question mainly because this is the girl asking and the guy's the one that's apprehensive. Yeah. Like yeah, usually it's the other nervous. way around. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure the guy's like nervous about. And if he's nervous about it, though, like maybe he's not. I don't know. Maybe he's not ready, or he just like still has questions about it. Maybe he just like, doesn't know what he's doing, and maybe he just yeah. wants to just make sure that she's okay and really let yeah. him know that he's doing a good job. Yeah, be like, this is good. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> all right we have like four more i want to get to so let's rapid four fire these. more i rapid fire. i okay, want rapid to fire. i want to have sex with a 45 year old man from work do it i'm s- <laughs> next, question. next nah, question i'm just kidding oh, i'm so just kidding let me just read the rest of this but i mean from work <laughs> i'm so attracted to him and he seems so caring i'm 19 and i'm leaving for school in four weeks I really want to talk to him to see if he's interested at all. Although it's hard to talk, we don't work together. What? Uh, he doesn't even notice me unless I'm standing right in front of him. He's a fairly business, fairly busy man. It's sad. I'll probably never get a chance to bleep him. Um, sounds like you have dad issues, and I don't know. Are you just jumping right off the bat to that? Like, yeah. does it have to be that? Why can't he just be an attractive forty-five-year-old? No, she's got dad issues. You think so? Oh yeah. She's got some dad issues. I'm going to stick with my beginning answer. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Okay, but, like, also, I, like, I don't know. I mean, sure, go do it if you want to go do it. But, but my thing is you got to make sure that he wants to do that, too. Like, it kind of sounds like she doesn't know what he wants. It, it just sounds like she just sees an attractive 45-year-old man and just is like, oh, yeah, he's hot. But he probably hasn't even noticed her. Steven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he probably hasn't even noticed her. And maybe, she, I, I don't know. I just think that she's got, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't disagree with that. But Sarah, are you telling me I have daddy issues? <laughs> yeah, you do, Kayla. I already know you do. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, two more. This show just got real. <laughs> Kayla just fell on the floor. <laughs> and now she's crawling away. <laughs> the truth has come out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's another question. Is it normal that my penis looks so much bigger in photos than my own eyes? I was taking nudes, and I noticed that my uh, dong looks way bigger in these nudes than I think it is if I use my eyes. I don't know if these photos make it look then bigger I, or if my eyes, my eyes or if my eyes make it look smaller. Any experience with this issue? I guess I'm the only dude with a penis. I have never taken a photo of my penis. For reals? For reals. I'm, I, I don't send you photos of my penis. Okay, but... Uh, okay, with the nude thing, your hand is much closer to your penis than your eyes when you're taking these pictures, so obviously it's going to look bigger. That's very true. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, so bad. You just get real zoomed Yeah, in. if you zoom in on it. Yeah. 
look for cute. And another thing, are you hard when you're taking these pictures when you're compared to when you're looking at it? I like, feel like he would know. I don't know. It could change the trajectory of that. One last one before we get to uh, Sarah's weird question of the night. This one is a penis question for the ladies. Women, is it possible? <laughs> to have a penis? I mean, yeah. Is it possible for you to recognize a dong if you're familiarized by it? Here's the, the reasoning. I'm watching this episode of Law and & Order, and the idea is that this girl had sex with somebody consensually, but then didn't, and if... I guess had to recognize him by his penis. So if you have had sex with someone for a bit and then have sex with them again, uh, could you recognize them by the way their dong is? Especially since they come in all shapes and sizes. Can you recognize someone like, by their penis? By, like the look at, like just looking at it, you would look know, or the feel. feel. Look okay. and feel. <laughs> Wait, in this Law & Order episode, did they let her feel different dongs? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe. I honestly, I, personally, I do not look at it long. I do not look at penises very long. I don't just, like, stare at them, you know what I mean? I'm so, going to remember this moment. <laughs> yeah. So, personally, I think I could tell the difference. <laughs> oh, my God. By looking at it? Yeah, because, like... I don't know. We're going to get real personal here, but at least the ones that I've seen, like, I could probably tell them apart and be like, yeah, that's yours. Yeah, that's yours. Like, How, really? like, are they really different? Oh, yeah. Do you, do, do you get a lot of, like, penis pictures, Caleb? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when I, I was like on... I you whispered <laughs> it into the microphone. <laughs> when, when I was on Tinder, I used to get them, like, almost every day. And unsolicited or? Very okay. unsolicited. Wow. I I probably wouldn't be able to tell those just because that's not in person. <laughs> yeah. But the yeah. in person. But like, is this too weird to ask? But like, how were they different? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like just it, they the come color, in all shapes yeah, and sizes. Yes. Sarah. Length, color, girth. <laughs> what girth. the? What's girth? Like girth how wide? It <laughs> the radius. <laughs> the circumference. <laughs> Okay, Sarah's weird question of the night. As if these weren't weird enough. Okay. Is it bad to sit couple to sit a couple meters from the microwave? <laughs> I know. As you're both We're sitting. sitting really close to the microwave. At work, I sit a couple meters away from my microwave ovens. What worries me at work is that people mistreat these appliances, and due to that, they could end up being damaged and leak radiation. If one of the microwaves would start leaking microwaves, what? <laughs> would this be harmful for the people around it? What distance could it be considered safe in this case? Can I just say that I love these questions that you bring up. <laughs> Please keep bringing up similar questions. Last one was about ladybug eggs. Yeah. <laughs> this one is about too close to a microwave. My office is right beside the microwave too. But I will leave the room if someone comes in and uses the microwave because I hate smelling. I hate the microwave oh, smell of old food. Yeah. I hate the smell of heating up food. I just have to walk out. Like, I don't like You don't like my, using the microwave. Well, I, I really I hardly ever use the microwave. I don't, I've used this, like, a couple times to, like, yeah. heat up vegetables and stuff. But I'd rather use, like, the oven to heat up something. Yeah. So I, 
So, I tend but to walk why? Away. But do you only walk away because of the smell? I hate the smell. The just smell, the smell. So the radiation doesn't scare well, you? No, that doesn't scare me. But I guess it doesn't affect me because I'm never in there when it, someone's using it. That you know of. That's true. Dang. Doesn't that get awkward though? Let people come in there and be like, "Hey man, I'm, I'm gonna use the microwave," and you're like, "Oh, thanks for no, the heads up. I don't, I'm gonna don't leave say now." They just start using it, and I'll just like get up, like I have to go do something. Does anybody <laughs> like ever say time? like, "Hey, do you do you need a minute? Like, why do you keep leaving when I use the microwave?" No one's yeah. ever mentioned it. Really? Um, nope. Nobody's, now they nobody's will. picked up on it yet, I guess. No, but it, it really, it's not like the main microwave, like. There's like a mini fridge and a microwave in here, but the main one's downstairs. Only like a couple people use it, so it's never been like a lot a of people. A big deal. Yeah. But how far away should you be from a microwave? How far? I, I mean, we sit close to it, but no uh, one's using it. That's this true. This guy said what? Two meters? I think he said two meters. So what is that? Like <laughs> two That's meters? just a few feet. It's like what? Four he said or five a couple feet? meters away from a microwave of ovens. Is this guy like? Is this guy like European or something? I don't know. <laughs> Probably if he's using I mean, if you're system. really worried about it, you can get like a lead apron and sit as close <laughs> as you please. Yeah. Put some I aluminum guess. foil yeah. around you. Cover the man business so it doesn't yeah. shrink or anything. I'd be worried about that. Yeah. There mm -hmm. there you go. Problem solved. Just put some foil. Alum aluminum foil. Aluminum foil. Up. Put it all around you. And you can sit you can sit next to the microwave as you can long and as many times as you want. Wrap yourself it's, in aluminum but foil. But is it is it aluminum foil? Because I feel like that would help the radiation. Right? Okay, lead. Lead. I don't More know. lead. Lead. Lead <laughs> lead foil. This has been a treat. This whole it episode, has. it's 1030. Uh, let's wrap so it up. So late. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I really, before we leave, I got to apologize because I feel like every single podcast I'm on gets real weird, real fast. <laughs> it's real rowdy. It's fine. Like, it's okay. It's all right. That's Steven. how we know it's a podcast with you. <laughs> oh, my Steven, God. Steven, if you're out there, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Okay. All right, time gents. to say goodbye, y'all. <laughs> Angie, Kayla, thanks for joining us. Um, on behalf of Pouncy, Sarah, of course, it's always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. We're going to have to stick with our schedule, Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays and Fridays. All right, uh, expect a podcast again soon. It's the My Personal Favorite Show with Gerald and Sarah. Get your questions in at Gerald and Sarah on Twitter and My Personal Favorite Show at gmail.com. Have a great one. See ya.